Hello, extraordinary humans, and welcome to Inside the Mind, a podcast where we dive into all things NLP, mindset, and personal evolution. We are your hosts, Ali May and Jen Five Star, leading NLP trainers, coaches, and entrepreneurs who are committed to bringing NLP and timeline therapy to every home on the planet. Why? Because we believe that emotional intelligence, self-responsibility, effective communication, and self-mastery are the cornerstones to living a more empowered and fulfilling life. If we want a different outcome, we must be willing to ask a different question. And the answers to those questions are always inside the mind. Hello, extraordinary human, and welcome back to Inside the Mind. My name is Ali May. This is the one and only Gen 5 Star. And today we're diving into a common topic. It is a common topic. And probably if you Googled the hashtag of this word, you'd probably find it might be in the billions. So we're going to talk about self-worth today. However, in true Ali and Jen style, in true Inside the Mind style, we're going to just come at it at a slightly different way. However, the end result of what we're going to speak to today will probably shine a light. In fact, it will shine a light on your self-worth. Yeah, I'm going to dive in here. I'm going to dive in here. Whoosh, I, I wasn't going to do it, but I'm, do like, it. Yeah. I'm like, fuck it, I'm just going to do it. So I had an experience and with this experience, I kept letting someone's behaviour I kept glossing over somebody's behavior. Now, I knew that the behavior wasn't nice. I knew that the behavior wasn't healthy. I knew that the behavior was mean sometimes. And in true to form Ali Mae style at the time, I just would see the best in the person. I would just see, I would disregard the behavior and I would see what was the best in the person and I would let it go. I would just, it would hurt, yet I would be like, it's okay. The person's like NLP 101, the person's not their behavior. Just because the person isn't their behavior doesn't mean we get to be, allow ourselves to be treated like shit and no one can treat us like shit. Hello, birds. No one could treat us like shit unless we allow that. So this isn't a judgment piece either, what I'm sharing here, and this is an awareness piece. So with that, it's through all of that, I kept putting myself in a space of putting my worth second. I would tolerate because my big heart was like, it's okay. This is going to pass. It's okay. This person doesn't mean what they're doing. It's okay. They're just having an outburst at the moment. And over time, that started to wear me down. I allowed that to wear me down because I kept tolerating a behavior, which meant that through that, my self-worth started to drop and drop and drop and drop because I was putting somebody else's behavior ahead of what I desired and what my needs were. And this is really what the crux of this episode is about. It's Where else are we putting ourselves second and perhaps not even acknowledging that we are doing that? So we'll pull apart some areas. Yeah, let's do. Yeah. Well, we can go with the relationship, like just carry on from where I was. If we look at relationship, what kind of relationship, first and foremost, this is a question I'm asking myself now, what kind of relationship do I want? What kind of intimate relationship do I want? What are my boundaries? What are my non-negotiables? What's important to me? How do I desire to be treated? And if in having that very clear, I think a lot of the time we're not clear on what's important to us. Mm. So in having the clarity around that, Mm. it means that I can call in a partner that is aligned with what it is that I desire. Now, I was having a conversation with a guy who dropped in my inbox recently and I started like, I got this ick feeling on the inside and he would message me and he has messaged a couple of times with sexual innuendo. 
Now, for me, I love sex and I'm all about the play and all about the fun. However, I don't know this person. And in the past, I would have bought into the play on that. I would have flirted back and brushed it off. And where I'm at in my life right now, it's like, I'm not the fuck girl, I'm the wife material. And the fuck girl can come out in my relationship. If you're courting me, if you're getting to know me, if you're interested in hanging out with me, I'm not the girl you send those messages to. Now, in the past, I would have let it slide. Now I'm so clear on what it is that I desire in a relationship that that's just, it's just a no-go zone. Now, if I had have bought into the messages and played the game back, even though my whole entire being was saying, do not do this, because that's what it would have been doing if I was doing that, then I would have been putting myself second and my needs second, which means, which is a direct reflection of my self-worth. Exactly. And look, there are so many other ways in which we may putting ourselves second. Well, that's relationship. That's That's an example in relationship. So I want to speak to money. So I was driving up here today to do the podcast recording and I was, I had a moment of reflection and I was just about to go through the tolls and I do, I take the tolls all the time now. However, there was a version of me some 10 years ago where I was in a relationship where that person didn't want to ever take the tolls. They were always about, no, it's not worth the six bucks. We'll just go the long way around. Even though your fuel probably costs more than even that. Though, <laughs> even though the fuel probably costs more than that, the value of time. And I remember taking that on. I remember taking that on for myself. And then when the relationship ended, I remember getting to the tolls one day and looking at the, you know, I could go left and not go through the tolls or I could just go straight through, through the tolls. And I had this massive fucking epiphany where I looked at it and I went, wait, wait, what? Am I saying I'm not worth six bucks? What? And I completely flipped and I thought to myself, where else have I put myself second to money? You know, money's more important than me. And where have I put myself second in the concept of time? Where have I said my time isn't valuable, my time isn't worth anything? So there are two examples from the one story where The question is, where might you be putting yourself second to money? In other words, you're making money more important than you. And where are you doing it with your time? Where are you saying you're not worth it or it's not worth it? You know, and I said this to someone recently. Whenever we say to ourselves, it doesn't matter, it's only six bucks, what we're really saying is, I don't matter. Whenever we say something like, oh, don't worry about it, it's not worth it, don't worry about it, it's not worth it, it's not worth the six bucks, what we're really saying is, I'm not worth the six bucks. So two examples there from that one story, just ask the question, where are you making money more important than you and where are you making time more important than you? Because in both cases, you're putting yourself second to both those resources. I remember listening to Regan Hillier once and she was talking about when you go into the shop, if you feel like the thing that she would talk about would be blueberries were cheaper than raspberries. And instead of skimping and buying the blueberries when you truly feel like the raspberries, buy the raspberries. And she talked about this in such a way of in like in manifesting what we want and creating what we want. If we are not allowing ourselves to pay an extra few dollars to buy the thing that we actually want, where are we cutting off the supply to our life force? Where are we cutting off the life force to create more money, to create a relationship that we want, to have everything that we truly desire? Because at the end of the day, what we're saying when we say no to ourselves, whether it's in a relationship, whether it's with money, whether it's with time, whether it's within a family structure, whenever we are saying no to ourselves, 
we're doing two things. We're putting ourselves second and we're actually saying to the universe, we're not worth it. I'm not worth it. I'm not worth it. Put everything else ahead of me because everything else is more important than me. You just shared something and I was going to share in with you. Yeah, I'm just saying that whenever we put something ahead of ourselves, whether it's time or money or raspberries over blueberries, we're doing two things. We're saying, we're telling the universe, put me second, put me second to everything else. Everything else is more important and more valuable than me. And what we're saying to ourselves is we're not worth it. And so what that, thank you for resharing that, what that triggered within me was around parenting. And we have touched on this before in a previous episode as well. It's like, where do you put your child's needs before your own? Now, Jen and I did have a detailed conversation about this on the podcast. There's going to be times in our lives where it is important. If you are a breastfeeding mother and you don't want to get up and breastfeed, you're going to need to breastfeed your baby. Unless you've got a bottle prepared, you're still going to have to do the feed, right? So there are going to be things that we might not want to do. You might want to sleep until six, your baby's awake at four. So there are going to be certain things. However, where are you putting yourself second to your child's needs which is then impacting you in every other area of being a mother. Mm-hmm. And this is for our dads too. So cool. I used to be the mum that would, my son comes first, everything to do with my son would come first. And I was exhausted, totally exhausted. That made me be not be the greatest mother that I could be. It had me tired a lot. It had me probably complain a lot back then, I'd imagine. I can't remember, but I'd imagine there would have been some complaining going on. And it, who's it serving? <laughs> if I'm not operating as if we're not operating as the greatest parent that we can be, then it's only going to limit our relationships in our household, relationship with our children and relationship if we have a partner with our partner. So a lot of mums would be like, Ali, how do I put myself first? Well, it's like, ask for help first and foremost, if you can. Some people I know do not have help. And I didn't have a lot of help when I, my birth mom, she lived away. My other family lived a little bit away as well. And I didn't have a lot of support at all, actually, hardly any support when my son was little. So I understand what it's like to not have support and or to have very minimal support. And we get to ask, you know, we get to ask for support for those around us. We get to include our children in our things. Started the movement Goddess Day a few years back and I've had so many women over the years share with me that they bring their two-year-old and their three-year-old into Goddess Day. They actually make it a ritual with their children. You know, have your children beside you while you do something for yourself. Jen, what do you say about our kids? They watch. Yes. So two things here. First of all, I want to just touch on what you just said. What's happening, and it leads into the piece you want me to share. So what's happening when we bring our children into those experiences like goddess days, we're actually also teaching our children what valuing yourself looks like. And that leads into the second thing. So our children do not listen to what we say. They watch what we do and then they do that. So you could be a parent who tells your children, and I'm speaking from experience, this used to be me. So I used to tell my children that the world was their oyster. They could have anything that they want in life. Do what you love and success will follow. And that's what they would hear me say. It's not what they would watch me do. They would watch me hustle from five in the morning till 11 o'clock at night. They would watch me put everyone else's needs ahead of my own. They would watch me as I took no time for myself and made sure everyone else had got their needs met. They saw me in relationship, absolutely put my needs second above the needs of my partner. And so my children didn't listen to anything I said. They just watched what I did and then they copied that until I started to do differently then my children also began to do differently. So if you're putting yourself second, 
know that your children are watching you and they are learning that as a behavior for themselves as well. And they will copy that behavior. Like if we go back to communication, 7% is words. That's it. 7% of what we say is what somebody will hear. That's it. 7%. So make sure your words, make your words count and then your actions as well. You know, what actions are you doing? How are you showing your children how to put themselves first? Mm. Yeah, that's the key here. How are you showing your children how to put themselves first? Because your children are getting their self-worth from watching how you have your own self-worth. Yeah, I had something, uh, uh, maybe about a month ago, I had something come up where I'm the mum that will pick up the kids. Kids, I say now young adults. I used to be the mum that all the boys had my, and the girls had my phone number. And if they were drinking or they were, you know, whatever was going on, they could call me any time of the morning or the evening and I would be there to pick them up. And about a month ago, my son called me and it was only 10.30 or something and I was just felt so sleepy. And he called me and he's like, hey, mum, this hasn't happened for a long time. <laughs> and he's like, how do you feel about getting up and taking us up to Malulaba? It's like a 20, 25-minute drive from our place. And I was like, for the first time, the very first time, holy shit, I said, I actually just want to sleep. He's like, are you sure? I'll give you a, give you 20 bucks. And I was like, it's not the money rate. I'm like, you know what? Why don't you guys catch a cab or catch an Uber or something like that? You know, there was a group of them and they could do that. And it was the first time that I'd actually gone, you know what? I'm, I'm really sleepy right now and I just want to go back to sleep. I was like, wow. Yeah. And so in many ways, I'm not going to go off on a tangent here, but just to connect in, people often ask me about boundaries and how to set boundaries. So boundaries to me are not so much something you set for yourself. They are ways of being. They are who you are. When a boundary to me is a result of putting myself first, putting my needs first, putting my desires first, putting my wants first, and making sure that I'm not putting things like time and money and other people's needs and wants ahead of myself. The byproduct of being that version of myself is what creates the boundary. And you can go off on tangents. I love tangents. <laughs> I love a good tangent we as can well. Have, we can have tangents. <laughs> I do them a lot. Uh, anything else we want to put in here? Oh, so that's so we've gone off on, I shared at the start about an interaction with somebody else and where I was putting myself second. Then, then I talked about relationship. Jenny talked about money and time. And we talked about time. And families. Uh, and well. family. So I, I feel like we've done a, a pretty good, all of that leads into health, right? Everything. If we're not honoring ourselves and we're not putting our needs first and we're not learning how to say no, we're not saying no when we mean it and yes when we mean it, then we can go into those spaces of exhaustion, those spaces of burnout, and then that's going to affect our health as well. So, you know, I feel like we've done a pretty good round off on on that. I said too, I think if I was to say, you know, if somebody was going, well, well, how do we do this? How do we put ourselves first? I think start with some small things. You know, sometimes if you've never put yourself first in any situation, it might feel a little weird to your nervous system. We're going to, next episode, you'll, we're going to speak to the nervous system a little more. However, it might feel a little weird. So start with something small. Start with, like to me, I would start with something as simple as a daily commitment to taking sacred space to enjoy a morning cup of tea or a morning cup of coffee or just a morning of stillness, you know, where you just stand outside and just be with nature for five minutes. And it's a non-negotiable thing for you that nothing else is more important than your sacred five minutes every day whether you do it in the morning or whether you do it in the afternoon begin to stack those moments of making yourself the priority even for 
micro moments every single day. Yeah. And if you look at the other areas in relationship, it might be, you know, speaking your truth. If you're not speaking your truth, it could be asking for some support there as well or asking for something you're not asking for instead of just doing everything that your partner wants you to do or everything that they say has to happen. If it's in business, if it's around money, you know, what what do you got there, Jen? Well, if to me, if it was in around in and around money, he's just back, going back to the example we've given. If you want the raspberries, and I'm using raspberries as a metaphor here, have the raspberries. Just choose the raspberries. You get what I mean by that. Choose the thing that you want. If you want the seafood dish and you wouldn't normally have the seafood dish because it's more expensive on the menu, so you just get the cheap chicken, have the seafood. Just start to choose the things that you would not normally choose. And here's a phrase I would invite you to begin to catch yourself on, whether this is in business or relationships or family. If you catch yourself saying in your mind, it doesn't matter. I want you to start to pay attention to that because what you're saying is I don't matter. When you can begin to catch, oh, it doesn't matter. It's no big deal. You're saying it doesn't matter. I'm no big deal. I want you to begin to catch it, reframe it, and make sure that you choose something that is what you want. I hope that makes sense, what I just said. Yep, I feel like that made sense. Yeah. On that note, we'll catch you on the next episode. See you soon. Mwah.